Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amen at charis.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at charis.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Father, we are hungry for you. We are thirsty for you. Oh, bread of heaven, feed us till we want no more. Let fresh manna come from your presence, God, as we hear your word. The faith generating seed of your word. The faith lifting, provoking word of yours. We pray that as we hear your word, we are exposed to the faith lifting aspect of your word and every blessing that comes through your word. Lord, enlighten the eyes of our understanding. Speak to us directly. Give us the rhema of your word. And as your word is declared, heal the sick, save the lost, deliver the captives, glorify your name. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And all shall say, and all shall say, the theme for this month's faith seminar is Sola Fide. Let's all say that together. Sola Fide. Say it again. Sola Fide. Say it louder. Sola Fide. All right. Sola Fide means faith alone. So Fide is the Latin for faith, and Sola is the Latin for alone. That's where you have someone to do a solo. Okay, when someone is flying solo, it means that he's flying alone. All right. And when a musician or a a singer is doing a solo, it means that he or she is singing alone. Solo has to do with alone, just that. So sola, they all come from the same root word. So solo comes from the root word sola. And sola means alone. And fide, fide has to do with faith, as I said earlier on. So faith alone. This, this phrase uh, came about in the, during the Reformation um, because there was this erroneous idea that you can get to God through different means, particularly how well you behave, and you, are, you can be saved by how well you, uh, what you do well, and how you keep the law. And so, during the Reformation, there were five, some of you must be aware of this, familiar with it, but it's always, always good to say it, because um, we don't have to always assume that everybody knows, right? And it's good to have the foundation. So, they came out with the five solace, all right? Um, Starting from the uh, faith one, which I've said already. So we have the sola fide by faith alone. We have the sola gracia by grace alone. We have sola scriptura scriptura, by scriptures alone. The Bible alone is enough. All right. And then sola de gloria, to the glory of God alone. And then last year at the Easter convention, the theme, Solos Christos, which is 
Christ alone. All right. So this is how God works. If God can help you, watch this. This is so important. Is it anything that is true of salvation is true about the rest of your Christian life? So if you are saved by faith, then it means that your Christian life can survive, thrive by faith. Does that make sense? Now, so the solace, when we say that uh, sola scriptura means the scriptures alone. Listen, you don't need any other authority to tell you how you have to relate to God, how God can bless you, what you have got in God. You don't need any other authority apart from what? The scripture. Scriptures alone are sufficient enough. The Bible alone, anything outside the Bible, you can't bank your life on it. It will hurt you. If you hear what I said. Anything outside the Bible, if you bank your life on your destiny on it, you are on a highway of collision. And regret and sorrow and shame. So, the scriptures alone. So, how do we relate to God? How do we get blessed? How do we live our lives so we can experience what God has said? How do we know where we came from? How do we know where we are going? Scriptures alone can tell us. No one can tell us where we are going. No one. No one one can tell us where we came from. They were not there. They, they, can, they can assume. They, they, they can just... just uh, uh, um, it, it's, that's why it's called theories. Those are theories. They are no facts. Only the scriptures can tell us how... How many of us can tell us uh, uh, how your mother gave birth to you? You know it by yourself without you being told. In the, those days when there was paternity test and all those things, you have to believe who they say your father is. You have to, <laughs> you have to take it like that because your mom said it so well. You have to take it like that. Even your, your, your father, you, can't, you don't really know. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Some of you are still thinking. You are thinking. That's why if you are not in Christ, you are, you, your future is not certain. It doesn't matter how good things may look. It's just a matter of time. Yes. Bible says that it's like someone who builds his house on the sand. It's like a house of cards. That's how your life and future is like. It's just but a shadow. So Christ alone. So what guarantees our future, our destiny, and what guarantees access to God, access to any spiritual authority, a spiritual height, is Christ. It doesn't matter how much you go to church, how much money you try to give to church and charity. Forget it. If you do it outside of Christ, you are wasting your time. You don't have the backing of heaven. You understand what I'm saying? So say, say Christ alone. It's Christ alone. He died for us. So, if you come to church and you don't have Christ inside you, you are in trouble. So, Christ alone, scripture alone, Christ alone, solos Christos, and then we have, I like the one I'm about to say, sola gracia. Grace alone. Someone shout, grace alone. Grace alone. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, he says, my grace is sufficient for you. Say grace alone. Grace alone. Again. Say grace alone. Grace alone. So if you run in life, if you if you live life without grace, you are bound to, for disgrace. 
I mean, this grace just means that life without grace. <laughs> when the grace is disengaged, like disabled. <laughs> disabled that you can't do, you can't do what people you are not able to do. That's be disabled. So disgrace means that you don't have the grace for. So la gracia. We are all here, not because we are so good. We are all alive, not because we are that smart. You have a job, not because you are that intelligent. But grace alone. Someone shout grace alone. Grace alone. I mean shout grace alone. Grace alone. And so sola gracia. And then we have solar day gloria. To the glory of God alone. Don't try and hijack God's glory. That's why we, that's why we, we, we do praise. That's why we do praise. Because the praise, all the glory belongs to him. All the praise belongs to him. Every good thing that has ever happened in life, all the grace, all the praise goes to him. All the glory belongs to him. That's why we we sing, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise, everything. If you come to church or even if you are in your house and you come praise God, if you, whatever situation you are in, you see, that's one interesting thing about praise. Praise is you don't only praise him when things are all good. Even when things seem to look funny and bad, you still praise God because the fact that you are alive, you praise God. I heard Papa say this. He says that you are complaining that you are not married. You should praise God that you are not leprous. Because if you are leprous and you are not married, which one is more a critical situation? <laughs> Someone say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. So, hey, watch this. Everything that happens, God does. He does it all to his glory alone. So watch this. If you want to move God to work for you quickly and faster, you have to be focused on giving him praise and honor. Don't try for people to see who you are and how well you've made it and all that. If that is your focus, you you can't secure God's hand. And after he has done it, you have to be quick to bring the glory to him. So that doesn't look like... Now, if you receive package, a parcel, all right, delivery man comes to your house, is number 22, and the parcel going to number 28 comes to your house because the, the delivery man just made a mistake. That day he was having a bad day. So he brought it to your house, and you sign and receive it, take it to your house. This big parcel, you open it and start using it. Are you not a thief? Yes. And so many times, sometimes you forget that praise that is due God. When people bring it to you, readdress it, send it to the right owner. People are just praising you, you are that wise, you are that good, and you are, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Hmm. You know, my mom was like that too. My dad was like He <laughs> <laughs> point their glory to God just by grace. God makes it all possible. Is someone here who, is, who believes that it's by grace? Yes. The more you believe it's by grace, the more you find it easy to give him the glory, the more uh, he's able to do more for you. Yeah. Shall grace alone. Grace alone. So we are saved by grace alone, to his glory alone, because of Christ alone, through faith alone. So sola fide is the faith alone. Watch this. That's a very interesting point I'm going to make. So how many things have I said? The five. Faith and then what? Grace. Grace, uh-huh. Sorry? Scripture. Uh-huh. Glory. 
Christ. You realize that Christ, you are not Christ. You are not Christ. How about scriptures? No. Scriptures are outside of you. You came to meet it. Right. You came to meet scriptures. Glory of God. It's his glory. You, you don't have anything to do with it. Grace. Grace, okay, what is the meaning of grace? Grace, see people normally, we normally all believe, and it's correct, unmerited favor. So what you don't deserve. So you, you, can't, you, you can't define who should give you grace. You can't, because you don't deserve it. Right, so watch this. But grace, in effect, is actually God at work. God at work. So all these four things, you can tell, is outside of yourself. Now, faith is the only thing you bring on the table. So it's just like VAT. 20% of all that, just the 20%. All the, the good thing that can happen in your life and everything you can receive from God. Oh, God said, I'll take care of everything. You take care of just 20%. And he said, the just shall live by 20%. <laughs> Is someone getting what I'm saying? Shall faith. Faith. Shall faith. Faith. So faith is important. That's why we say sola fide. Faith alone. Faith alone. Someone say sola fide. Sola fide. Say it louder. Sola fide. What does that mean? Faith alone. By faith alone. All right. So faith alone. In Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, it says that the just shall live by faith. All right. In the Romans chapter 1, verse 17, it said, The just shall live by faith. Galatians chapter 3, verse 11, it said, The just shall live by faith. And then Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38, it says the same thing. The just shall live by faith. It's four, in four different places in the scripture, which is like extra emphasis. Extra emphasis that it takes faith to live. One of the things, a few things I want you to appreciate about faith is that faith is foundational in Christianity. Faith is foundational. Everything that you can enjoy in Christianity or you can have in Christianity has everything to do with faith. In other words, actually, it rises and falls on the platform of faith. It's your faith that defines what you can enjoy from God. It's your faith that defines your rating before God. That's very interesting. Faith alone. When we say faith alone, is there any other thing you could have done? Yes. In the past or before, uh, uh, in the Old Testament, God gave them the law to keep them and bring them towards faith. But many people just stayed with the law thinking that by trying to do, you, you look accepted before God. But human nature is such that the more you try to do, the more you see how insufficient you are in yourself. And so the works and the law was supposed to bring us towards God, point us towards God, or point us towards faith, so that we can now, on the platform of faith, embrace whatever God has got for us. So Abraham receives his, he received his righteousness in, when there was no law. If it took law, if it took, it took works, then Abraham, there was no way he could have been saved. There was no way he could have received accreditation from above. Because at the time God gave him the accreditation, at the time God gave him the thumbs up, at the time God gave him, God justified him, he was a, an idol worshiper. 
Everybody around him was an idolater. His father, he was born into it. But God appeared to him from nowhere. And God said, Abraham, I am calling you. And this is what I'm going to do with your life. And Abraham believed God. And because he believed God, God said, you are in. You are in. So before he started doing, he believed. Because he didn't know what to do. Now, he had to be told what to do. But he just, God told him that, Abraham, this is what I want to do with you. And he believed God. Not just that he did. He actually accepted what God has said to be final. So, it took faith alone for Abraham to be in. And that is the premises on which we also come in. Christianity has everything to do with your faith. So, the lower your faith, the less you can enjoy your Christian life. The stronger your faith, the more you enjoy your Christian life. All the benefits, all the favors, all the blessings of God. Someone is blessed today. I said someone is blessed here. So even what you say, how you respond, for it to work, it has to do with your faith. One of our sisters last Sunday was sharing her testimony about how one of her tubes was cut off. And so, and the doctors told her that your chances of getting pregnant are very slim, minimal. And she said she believed that God can do it. And she came to church and heard the word. And she heard the word and she connected herself to it. That, and then there was a word that someone is going to run back here with a document. She said, this is going to be me. And then you heard her testimony. She said she kept going to the hospital. In fact, she kept doing pregnancy tests. And it kept negative. But she still believed in her heart that based on what God has said, it's going to happen for her. So at a point in time, she decided not to tell the husband. She collected herself and went to the hospital and said, guys, check me. I believe I'm pregnant. Even though I can verify it at home, my systems are not authenticating. I believe I'm pregnant. Check me. And they said, what, what do you said, Just check. We didn't tell the husband. They checked her, and guess what? According to her faith, it has worked. Yes. Yes. Now, there were several people yes. who heard the same word. Now, they said, you heard the lady said, Pastor declared, and I, I said that me is going to be me. Before the end of this month, it's going to be me. Now, there were several people who heard the same thing, both physically and uh, uh, through online. But how many were able to release their faith to connect to it? For it to happen. Alright, so whatever you can receive from God has a it's not listen, 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 listen. Don't be deceived. Someone who's trying to make you feel like a certain man of God is so powerful. No. Certain man of God is so powerful. He's the one who do it for you. It's your faith which gets it done for you. Shall faith. It's faith alone, not faith plus work, not faith plus uh, uh, a pastor, not faith plus. It's faith alone, based on scripture alone, to the glory of God alone, to, uh, by grace alone. Yes. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. So, if your faith is not in place, uh, I'm very quite concerned for your future. Because you can pray and it won't hold water. Because prayer is faith that gives your prayers its potency. The Bible says that. And the prayer of faith. Mm. So, it's faith alone. Someone shout faith alone. Faith alone. So, in Christianity, everything has to do with your faith.
Everything has to do with what? Where do the good things that God does, what, on what basis does he do it for us? Does he give it to us? Now watch this. I want to explain this because um, sometimes people say, you can't be commanding God that God should do something. Why are you fasting? Thinking that your fasting is what will make God change his mind? All right? Why, why are you praising God? You think that, okay, you didn't get a job and you are praising God, so now God, because you have praised God, God, you are forcing, maybe what if, they, they say things like, what if that's not the plan of God for you? That, that's the religious guys. What, what if that's not the plan of God for you? What, what, you are praying that God, God, give me a child. What if maybe God has a plan for you not to have a child? That is a satanic theory and doctrine. Sola Scriptura. As long as I can find it in the scriptures. As long as I can find it in the scriptures, it means it's mine. That's the sure word of God. So if I can, if it's, is it in the scriptures? If it's in the scriptures, did you see in the scriptures, did you see in the scriptures where someone didn't, a woman didn't have a child anywhere in the scriptures and remained childless, apart from the one who was attacking somebody who was busily giving God glory? That's the only one who didn't have a child because when we were in church, she was in her house insulting those of us in church, <laughs> praising God. Now that's what David, David's wife, she's a wife of David. God's Bible said because of that she didn't even, she's the only one who never had a child. So then if you are praising like David prays, if, if, if you are praying like Hannah prayed, if you are believing like Mary believed, what stops you from having a child? Right. And then someone will say, what if it's not the will of God? What if maybe, maybe, it's, it's not, maybe God doesn't have the plan for you to be married. Uh, who, uh, who else? Read your Bible. It says it's not good for man to be alone. Read your Bible. And the man he was talking about is me. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. What am I talking about? Yeah. Sister, don't let anybody bully you to say that maybe God doesn't want you to be married. Did you find it? Sola, sola scriptura. Did you find it in the scriptures? So anything that you don't find in the scriptures, don't accept it. Now, so what I'm saying, they said that maybe, you see, it's, it's based on God's plan. So it's not your fasting that will now suddenly has moved the hand of God. And, uh, and it's now moving God to do something. It's not your praying and your, uh, because you are praying and praying and praying, God has decided to do something. No, they don't understand it. No. Our prayers, that, they, they don't make God change his mind or decide. He doesn't decide because we prayed. It's already decided before you prayed. When do you get saved? You, are not, you, you, you don't just get saved because from the day you, de- you decided to be saved. That's when salvation actually happens and manifests in your life. But some of us, you were chosen before the foundation of the earth. So Bible, Bible says in, the, in Acts that known unto God are all his works from the foundation of the earth. So there's number of God. Well, for instance, in First Peter, all right, it says that the lamb was slain First Peter chapter 1, verse, I think, 18, 19. The, the, the lamb was slain at the foundation of the earth. But when the earth was beginning, Christ had not showed up. It was Adam and Eve. So which lamb? But we all, we all know that Jesus died in time. About 2,000 years ago. So at what point in time? He was, you see, in God's economy, these things have happened already. So that is what is called grace. Grace has supplied 
Grace has sub, grace is supply, the supply of God, the release of God. Now, how can it happen for you? Then your faith. So when your faith gets gets when you activate your faith, it makes what grace has provided already become a reality in your life. Is someone getting what I'm saying? So how do you know you get married? Find out, is it in scriptures? Everything that is available for you. Bible says that um, he has given to us all that pertain to uh, life and godliness. Everything that is re- it requires to be able to serve God the way you should, is given to us already. Now, how does it become a reality? That's grace is a supplier. But faith is what it takes to make it a reality. So watch this. Without faith, you can't enjoy grace. You know what I'm saying? Without faith, you can't enjoy grace. Romans chapter 4, verse 16. He said, therefore, it is by faith so that it might be according to grace. Romans 4, 16. Let's all read it on the screen. Let's read it out loud. Let's go. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the cities. That's okay. So he said, therefore, it is of faith. Why? In other, so faith is what authorizes grace to work fit in your life. Grace to become a real, reality. So it doesn't matter all the grace that God has done, all the things that God has done. Without your faith, you can enjoy it. So, in Christianity, faith is foundational. Everything rises and falls on faith. It's your faith that will make the grace. It talks about how we have inheritance. All right. It gives Acts 20 32. It talks about how um, I commend you to God and the power of His, to the word of His grace, which is able, the word of His grace. See, the word of His grace. Did you see that? Yeah. The word of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. So it's the word of His grace. The word. Everything that grace has provided for you, you can find it in solar scripture. It's just the scriptures will tell you. It's the word of his grace. The more you go to the scriptures, the more you expose yourself to grace. And you know what grace, uh, the inheritance grace has provided for us. But it can never become a reality until someone now begins to activate your faith. You understand what I'm saying? So faith, faith is foundational in your work with God. Faith is foundational in Christianity. Everything rises and falls on faith. Everything answers through faith. Anything that God must do for you, it gets done through faith. So faith is what you put on the table. That is why we should be very thankful to God. you know why? Because when you have faith, every other thing Every other argument doesn't matter. <laughs> when you have faith, every other contrary argument doesn't matter. Once your faith says yes, heaven will respond to you. Grace requires faith to deliver. The dang- one dangerous thing about faith, as I studied, I discovered that it's very dangerous. Faithlessness. Tell someone, faithlessness is dangerous. dangerous. Say it again, faithlessness is dangerous. dangerous. But I know what I I found out. I found out that faithlessness, I'm not talking about fear. 
I'm talking about faithlessness. The fact that you, you don't have fear doesn't mean you have faith. The, the, the fact that you are not walking in faith doesn't mean you, ha- you are walking in fear. All right. So you may not be walking in fear, but you are heavily faithless. You are not afraid, but you are not engaging, engaging in God's word and walking based on God's word. You are not, do you think everyone alive is afraid? No. Not everyone is afraid. Everyone, but not everyone is walking in faith. Only a few of us. Only a few of us. And we get saved by it. And then even after we get saved, only a few of us constantly make sure we are walking by faith and downloading by faith and making sure faith is working. Faithlessness is dangerous because faithlessness sets the grounds for impossibilities. Without faith, you suffer what everyone suffers. <laughs> Without faith, your, your faith is reduced to the faith of everyone, the normal. The, what everyone suffers, you suffer. It. Without faith. It is faithlessness that gives generational curse and access and credibility. Your mother was suffering, your father was suffering, everybody was suffering, and now it's your turn, and you are about to also suffer. The devil is a liar. Activate your faith. Faith will disconnect you because if you don't do that, then you, the impossibilities or the negativities that have surrounded people from your background will engulf you. Some of us. Looking at our background, if you don't engage faith, your, your child, your children are likely to suffer your faith. The same thing you have suffered when you, you suffer when you are growing up. <laughs> Somebody's blessed. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know what the Bible says? The Bible says without faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. What do you say about faith? But without faith, it's impossible. So without faith, it's impossible. Without faith, it's impossible. Impossibility sets in in the absence of faith. But it says that all things are possible to him who believeth. So as soon as you believe, you, ch- uh, you change your status. That's where I'm going. Shall faith alone. Shall faith alone. Now, one of the, a few things I wrote, I wrote down when I was just praying about faith. I discovered that Jesus Christ actually, when he's about to help you, he, he looks for faith. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for. So, in Luke. Luke chapter 8. Thank you, Jesus. Luke chapter 8, verse 24 and 25. Let's look at that. Hallelujah! After this month's faith seminar, your life can't be the same again. The things that used to work against you cheaply are going to start working for you. In the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 8, verse 1. 24, verse 24, 
And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, 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 we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the, rage, and the raging of the water, and they, and they ceased, and there was a calm. Verse 25, but he said to them, where is your faith? Where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying to one another, who can this be at all? See, when you begin to preach in faith, people become very careful about you. Because you, you, you are an enigma. You, you are amazing. There's something about you they can't explain. <laughs> so when Jesus wants to help people, if you want to receive the help God has got for you, Jesus is also always looking, first of all, faith. So where's your faith? 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 Your faith is like your pin code. You have your card. You want to take some money from the cash point. You put the card in. The, card, the machine says, fine, welcome card. But now the next thing is, where is your pin code? If you, have the, if you don't have your pin code, you don't, don't try something else. If you try it more than three times, the card won't come back again. <laughs> Jesus, when he wants to help you, if he wants to help anybody, oh, huh, thank you, Jesus. Someone is receiving help. It's, and it's, not a, it's not too difficult to receive faith. Sometimes it actually looks stupid to receive faith because faith is made available to anybody. Who can dare enough, dare God and say, God, I believe what you are saying. In spite spite of contrary circumstances, God, I believe what you are saying and I'm taking your word as final. That's all. That's all. That's all God is looking for. Can you imagine? In Luke chapter 18, Verse 8. He said, nevertheless, when the son of man comes, shall he find faith? Will he, he, will he really find faith on earth? Because when he comes, that's all he's looking for. In spite of all the prayer and noise you have been, hey, go, hey, as soon as he comes about, he's looking for faith. And when you read this scripture, he's talking about a woman who was persistent, demonstrated her faith through persistence. And God answered. And he said, nevertheless, if the son of man, when the son of man comes, is he going to find faith on earth? Will he find faith on earth? Why are you praying without faith? It's such a bad exercise. When you pray without faith, it's really tantamount to chanting. Nothing, 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 nothing. You are just chanting. You are not praying. Because Bible says in James chapter 5, it said, and the prayer of faith. James chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. He said, the prayer of faith shall make the sick person well. What, what kind of prayer? If prayer of faith can heal the sick, then does it? Right. It can give you that child. It can give you that husband. It can that, that wife. It can give you that job. It can give you that house. Someone shout, I believe. Prayer of faith. 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 Your faith. Your faith. Jesus Christ looks for faith. 
Say, if the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith? Luke chapter 5, verse 17 to um, 20. There, this, uh, there was a place, the Bible says that there was a time Jesus Christ came somewhere, he was in a room, and he was at a place, and he was teaching, and the power of God was present to heal, like what I'm doing right now. The power of God is present to heal. Amen. I said the power of God is present to heal. But not everyone becomes a beneficiary of it. He said, this says that now it happened on a certain day like today. So it's not, it doesn't have to be a Sunday. <laughs> a certain day as he was teaching. So any day when teaching is coming, something is relieved. And there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And what? That's what he's trying to say. He was teaching and the, the power of the Lord was present to heal. Because he was teaching. He was there teaching on a certain day. The power of God was of the Lord was present to heal. As he was teaching on a certain day. Any day at all is a good day for you to receive a miracle. Amen. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. Amen. You see, you see, when it comes to the when it comes to the realm of faith, there's no better day, there's no good. Any day, today is the day. It's not by accident you are watching. If you are watching wherever you are, I want you to know that tonight, this today is your day. It came to pass on us as I'm teaching the word. Today is your day. Today, watch this. Jesus was teaching. Jesus was teaching. And Bible says that the word, ah, 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 this is too good. It wasn't only the people, the one who go, he was there. He wasn't there in the first place. Some people had front seats. Some people were inside already before he showed up. Before his friends brought him. So initially he wasn't there. His friends were there. And his friends, as they were hearing the word, listen to this. They received a miracle because they remembered we need a miracle for our friend because he's our business partner. And he's the main guy behind the whole thing. If he doesn't rise up and he stays sick, this business is going down. So they heard Jesus speaking. They heard him preaching. They heard him preaching. And they went there. And as he was preaching, they could see what others couldn't see. They saw that the power of God was present to heal. They could see it. But others couldn't see it. But they saw it. Others couldn't see it. But they saw it. And then he said, Ah, the thing is here. Let's go get our, our friend. Hebrews chapter 4. Uh, uh, Hebrews chapter uh, uh, um, 4. It talks about how, verse 2, talks about, for indeed the gospel was preached to them as well as to us. But the, the word which they had did not profit them. Why? Why? You see, so who? Who? When God's word is being taught, power is released. Because of course it's the word of his power. When the word is being taught, power is released. But the only way you can receive the power released is when you mix it. You release. I see someone's face rising up. I see someone's face rising up. There's someone here. Whatever you are suffering, today will be the last time you are suffering that thing. After tonight, right from this moment, the story changes for you. Right from this moment, the story changes for you. The condition at home changes. 
the Holy Ghost. As he thought, the power was present. As he thought. And then the guys went and they brought their friend. But unfortunately, watch this. Jesus was a crowd puller. So where they were, there was no space. The whole place was already full. People had surrounded, had come. And there were so many people who were sitting down, listening to the word. So there was no space. No space for them to bring their friend in. And Bible said, they said, hmm, okay, we know what we're going to do. The roof. There is an access there. Let's go and remove the roof. So they were all sitting down, listening to the word. Then they could, they could hear cracks. What's going on today? <laughs> Maybe a terrorist has entered there. For some. I want them to be wondering. And Bible says that they opened the roof. And because there was no space, they knew that, watch this, watch this. They knew that the power of God was present to heal in where the teaching was going on. But when they came in, there was no space because everyone, the place was jam-packed. So they climbed up and started breaking the roof, making way in the roof. Because Bible said, and when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down in his bed through the, the, uh, through the tiling into the mist before Jesus. So they, 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 they tied, they used a rope. And they be, so after the thing opened, they realized, hey, who is this? <laughs> but the condition they created was not as important to Jesus. I mean, whether they broke the roof, they didn't break the roof, whether uh, they uncovered it, whether they disrupted his message, that was not necessary. Bible says, when, Bible says in the verse 20, and when Jesus saw their faith, and when he saw their faith, he said, man, I, I don't care what you have done. All your credit history doesn't matter anymore. Someone shall faith alone. So it took. Whether you have paid, you have not paid, whether you have intentions to repair the roof, the landlord, whether it's going to take you to court, whether it's not taking you to court. Jesus said, hey, me, all I'm looking for is faith. I will give you what you want and later on, whatever you, you can go and so that it's not part of my problem. But all Jesus is looking for, sister, all Jesus is looking for, it doesn't matter what you did in the past. What you did in the past is not the problem. The actual problem is your faith. It's your faith. You don't buy a house with good credit history. Some of, some of you didn't get it. It takes some time, some time to get it. You buy a house because you find it in the scriptures. And you say, Jesus, I believe. I believe. You activate God. Because all it takes is faith. All it takes is, uh, all you need is God, and all it takes is faith. Hallelujah. It does not take time. It doesn't take time. So that means that if you want to get, you have to go for God. And how do you can, how can you get God? Faith. So number one, as I said, what I've discovered is Jesus is always looking for faith. In fact, in Luke chapter 
Luke chapter 22. Jesus said that, Peter, Satan has sought for permission. He wants to shake you like wheat. He will sift you like wheat. Satan, no. He didn't say some demons. He said they are captain himself. Being laden himself has come. He's not behind your house. You know what I'm saying? He said Satan himself. Luke chapter 22, verse 31. Simon, Simon. Satan has sought. The Lord says, Simon, Simon. Satan has asked for you that he may sift you like wheat. <laughs> that's, that's scary, isn't it? Yeah. Now, listen. If it's Jesus who said it, then you should know what it's so. Satan has actually requi- requested. Satan has requested that this, these guys who are following you, they are just rough. They are not serious. They, they, are, they are fake. So, no, they are not fake. He said, okay, you give me this one. Let me shake him. And let's see if it's, <laughs> if it's authentic. <laughs> so, Satan got... He uh, they want to shake you. It shakes your bone. Now, Satan has desired to shake you like wheat because they, sh- they have to shake wheat to separate the tear from the wheat. So they have to shake, 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 throw it up, they throw it out. Some of you, what you are going through, I know Satan is shaking you. Satan is shaking. Satan is shaking your financial life. Hey! Satan is shaking your health. Hey! Satan is shaking your marriage. Hey! Satan is shaking your career. Hey! But the fact that he's shaking doesn't mean he can win. He can never win. He can never win. He can never win. Hallelujah. If you come to me and you tell me you are selling a power plant generator, I won't buy it. It will waste my money. For what? Why do I need? So no, when it gets in the night and you are going to have faith seminar, you need that. For what? I'm not afraid of the night. Why? Because we have light here. Now, why do I say all this? Because if you sell generator to me now, it doesn't matter that how cheap it is. I'm not interested. I don't need it. In the same way, when Satan is shaking you, be careful what you are trying to buy. Because some things you buy, it's redundant. Even it doesn't matter. You can be praying and rolling. Hey, hey, prophets, it is redundant. Read the text. It's just told him that this is what you need to handle Satan. Anyone going through shakings here, put it back on the screen. In Luke chapter 22, verse 32, Jesus said, Satan has desired to shake you like wheat. Hey, but Jesus said, me, I pray for you. He didn't say, I prayed. I said, Satan, come on. I command you. Stay back. No, no. He said, he said I prayed for you. Because there's one thing, if you have it, Satan will back up by himself. Satan can prevail. Satan cannot prevail. Satan cannot prevail. Satan cannot prevail. When your faith is in place, Satan cannot prevail. Satan cannot prevail. When your faith is in place, shout hallelujah. 
for you. Not that Satan won't do it. But I've prayed for you that your faith should not fail. Most of what people are suffering is faith failure. Faith failure is similar to heart failure. Heart failure, heart attack. Your own is faith attack. So you are not receiving anything from heaven. It's like you are in the middle of nowhere. You are traveling. And suddenly, your friend who is giving you directions to come to where he is waiting for you for the major business deal, your phone goes off. Battery is dead. Power failure. What you going to do? So, don't focus on the wrong things. You don't need a generator. When you know that the lights, you can just go and turn on the lights. So Satan begins to do all kinds of things. Don't, don't, don't be running around like others who run around. Just go switch on the light of faith. It's not a problem. You don't get what I'm saying. When your faith is in place, Satan is not a threat. It doesn't matter how he tries to shake you. Faith will handle it. Faith will handle it. I said faith will handle it. Faith will handle it. That is why God brought us here this evening. To inject the grace of faith so that someone's faith can come alive. As long as your faith stays alive, Satan will pack his things and go by himself. I didn't come to work today. Why? Because in the morning it was raining. In United Kingdom, so you didn't come to work? Get some raincoat or umbrella, you'll be okay. Can you imagine you are waiting for the bus, the bus driver doesn't, the bus doesn't turn because it's just raining. Do you understand that? Why didn't you wash your car? Oh, I'm afraid water went tight. Ah! See, so it's not a threat. You see what I'm saying? The water is not a threat. As long as you have your raincoats. The snow is not a threat as long as you are well padded and covered. You can go to town and come back. Once the, the transportation system is running, yeah. you can go and come. Yeah. You see what I'm talking about? So, so the, the shaking is not the problem. It's the faith failure. Instead, I pray for you that your faith, your faith will, will not, not fail. fail. Wow. You will not have a seizure, faith seizure. Some of us, we hear one news. Oh, Pastor, I'm dead. Oh. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh. They said they are coming to collect my house. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and then you call your president, what should you need that? Today I can't I want to be myself, by myself alone. <laughs> Sister, everybody calls you, you are not picking your calls. Everybody's calling, you are not picking anybody's call. And then after three weeks, you show up. Where were you? He so said, I was handling something, so I wanted to be left alone. <laughs> I wanted to be left alone because I'm going through a lot. I'm going through a lot. They're shaking. They're shaking is too much. Shakeology. Satan. Satan is shaking you. Satan is shaking your marriage. Satan is shaking your finances. All of a sudden, your boiler is down. All your washing machine decided to go at the same time. They decided to clap your car at the same time. And oh, 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 not, nothing is working. Nothing work. Are you alone? You have a lot of money on your oyster card. You have, you have a seasoned oyster card. You go to the station, the oyster card said, no way. I won't work again, no. I won't work again. You have to look at the oyster card and say, I command you in the name of Jesus. Work now. 
Extreme, who sound extreme? I told you about a testimony about a gentleman who was traveling and and his, he, he no he went and put in the wrong fuel instead of petrol he put in diesel and the first time he did that he moved the car smoke started smoking it spoiled the engine so when it happened this time he had to he was using his wife's car he has to call his wife to come to the pet, pet, petrol station with the other car the wife came. And they called the uh, uh, AA. AA said, sorry, we can't come now. We will come, I think, to take, because we have a lot of issues to deal with. So it will take a long time. And he start the car, the car will not start. He start the car, the car will not start. So he was down. And the wife came. And he said, okay, you, you take the children home. And I'll, I'll handle this. And then he remembered he had oil in his boot. So he went and took the oil from church. Anointing oil. He opened the, opened the foil cup. In Jesus' name, pour some oil. And then pray, you work now. He sat in the car. And guess what? He didn't smoke, and up till now, the car didn't have any. Ah! Shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! To shake you, pull out your MasterCard. Hey! <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If your faith is in place, Satan, that's why I said, fight the good fight of faith. This whole thing is faith. It's a counted all joy. When you fall into diverse kinds of temptation, knowing this, that the trial of your faith. The devil tried to shake you, but he's trying to try your faith. Because as long, as long as you can give up your faith, you are done. You are done. That's why they are trying to, people will try to, that's why people will try and criticize you. People will try and bully you. People will try and persecute you. So that you just can give up their faith. If you give up their faith, they will, be, they will leave you. Because Satan doesn't have a problem with anyone who doesn't have faith. Haven't you seen some of us, uh, our friends, our loved ones, some of them, they go to churches, no faith. And they are everybody's friend. So you started operating in faith. They say, hey, you are something. You are some way. They don't like you. But they like your results. Yes. 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 Shout hallelujah. Our sister here, about two years ago, a few, shared a testimony where she was driving and her fuel on that four crossing. Her fuel was practically oh, yes. gone. You remember? Her fuel practically gone. She told a testimony how her sister was in labor. She went to the labor room and said, give me anointing oil. She was behaving like a crazy woman. Went and took anointing oil, brought the anointing oil. She began to pray in the labor world. And suddenly the waters blow. She said, where is your faith? Why are you panicking? Well, pull out the MasterCard. Fuel was going to slow. And uh, she said, she laid her hands on the dashboard. Am I right? The dashboard. Lay her hand. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fuel. You'll be okay. We'll take her. And suddenly, she said in the vivaya, the fuel gauge began to move. Began to move. These are no stories. These are no fables. They are realities that some people have experienced. And you are next to experience. You are the next person to experience.
What do you have? I'm traveling. Uh, some people here, a time is coming. You have when I talk about your bank balance, you are talking about over a million. Listen, listen, listen. You see, they make it look like it's, it's very difficult to see. This is normal to have over a million in your bank account. It's very normal. It's very normal. Listen, believe me, I'm telling you, it's normal. There are a lot of people you see who have it, and it's normal. You see them, they don't eat more than you eat. That means they are not taller than you. They are not. Normal human beings have normal account. And I'm announcing to somebody that your time has come. You are entering that season where you will have overflow. You, you will have millions in your, in your account just there. And when anything happens, you just say, Oh, my daughter, uh, my daddy, uh, my car. Don't worry. Let's go to the car. Show takes any car you want. He said, Oh, this one is very expensive. I said, Do you want it? Take my card, give them the card, put it. Yeah, it out. Yeah. Shall faith alone? Faith is the master card. What Jesus is looking for is your faith. So when they broke the Jesus looked for his faith. When Jesus told, Jesus, when Jesus told Peter, Satan is looking for you, he said, don't worry, faith is all you need. Faith is not all you need. So Jesus, one thing I discovered about faith is Jesus always looks out for faith. Let me give you last to the, about faith and then I'll, I'll, I'll have to end because this one is good. F- f- Jesus looks for your faith. Number two is faith is a realm changer or a level changer or possibly you can just put it game changer. Faith is a realm changer. It changes your status. It changes your level. So as long as you are working in faith, you are not at the level of everybody. Mark chapter 9 verse 23 says that all things are possible to him who believes. If you can believe, all things are possible to who? Him who believes. But we can understand too that in, in, in Luke chapter 1 verse 37, he said with God nothing shall be impossible. You, you, you see that? With God, nothing shall be impossible. So if nothing is impossible with God, or all things are possible for God, for God, according to um, Matthew chapter 19, verse 27, 28 there, if all things are possible for God, or with God, all things are possible, or nothing is impossible with God. And now Jesus is saying that if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes that means, as, as, that means that as soon as you believe... See, this is what I discovered about faith. Many people are waiting for God. They think that when you have faith, then it makes God come down. Not necessarily so. When you, when you operate in faith, it lifts you above. So you enter into another realm. That's where the, the transaction, heavenly divine transactions happen. So even though Jesus was walking on earth, he was operating in the different realm. He was operating in a different realm. Why is it that you will turn on a radio, another person will turn on a radio, another person will turn, and you will be hearing, you don't hear it properly, the other person is hearing clean. Now, 
when you operate in faith, you're operating on a different platform. Yeah. Even though we may all look the same, we may all look the same, we all operate the same, we're operating. You know that there are, there are, there are some phones that are 3G, others are 4G. You know, and 2Gs. And some of them, if you don't, no, no, no G. There's no G at all. <laughs> and now 5G is coming. We may all be writing the same exam, jumping on the same bus, buying from the same shops, wearing the same designer, whatever, um, going to the same gym, doing all things, going even have the same GP. But we'll be having different results. So we may look normal, but we are different. Because faith is a game changer. Once you engage in faith, guess what? You go above the human realm. And you enter into the realm of God. Where all things are possible for you. Just what I'm saying. You go above the human realm. Because if all things are possible with God. And he says that all, Jesus said all things are possible for him who believeth. Then that means when you believe you move to the realm of God. You need faith. Do you understand why you shouldn't, you shouldn't take faith seminars lightly? The just shall live by faith. So without faith, you are dying. You are dying. You, you, you are reduced to the faith of everybody. You die the way they die. You suffer what they suffer. But the devil is a liar. You see, and then it's, it, what is very interesting is it's just faith alone. Don't embellish it. Don't add. It's that faith. Faith is enough. So long as heaven is concerned, what you require is faith. And faith alone. All you need is raw faith. Raw faith. And you take steps based on your faith. Not because someone is saying it. Because your faith is saying it. That's why we cannot stop this. We are blessed in this house, like Pastor O said. We are blessed in this house. Let me, say, let me say something to a pastor friend who may be listening. Bro, faith is the hinge on which every the- theological meaning turns. Is the hinge upon which everything that we can receive and, and enjoy from God happens. So, he says that he, some he gave apostles, some he gave pastors, some he gave prophets, some he gave teachers, some he gave uh, evangelists for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, verse 13 of Ephesians chapter 4, until we all come to the unity of faith. So the job we are doing is to build you in your faith. To build your faith. Every month we are teaching on faith. And when the year ends, we end with faith seminar. Yeah. Huh? Because they just shall live by faith. Yes. Sister, you see where the problem has been? The problem has not been because you are not praying enough. It's because of faithlessness. Because even the, what you call praying, 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 is faithless prayers. And faithless prayers are nothing but chanting. Hallelujah. Amen. So, 
Faith is a realm changer or a game changer or a level changer. As soon as you begin to operate in faith, you're already there before people even see you. You're already there. He says that have faith in God. Mark chapter 11, verse 22 and 23. He says said, have faith in God. Tell someone, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Say to another person, have faith in God. Do you know why? He said, for if you have faith, if you have faith like a master seed, verse 23, he said, for assuredly I say unto you, why did he say have faith in God? That's the reason why he's saying that. For, okay? For, he's explaining why he said that. For, very assuredly means that this is definite. It, it, it's not two ways about that. It's not like sometimes they say it's going to snow and doesn't snow. This is why I said definite. Assuredly, I say unto you. It's like someone tells you, Assuredly, I say unto you, if you jump from there and you fall, you may hurt yourself. Or you jump from a a seven story building onto a concrete floor, you are likely to end up in hospital. You will end up in hospital. This one, there's no two ways about that. Do you understand? So Jesus said, For assuredly, I say unto you, whoever, say whoever. Whoever. Does that mean a pastor? Does that mean you? Does that mean anybody? So he didn't say if a pastor. He didn't say if a prophet. He didn't say, he said, whoever says to this mountain, be moved and does not doubt in his heart, but believe the things that he shall shall, limitless possibilities. Shall have whatever you say. You shall have whatever you say. You shall have. So why are you letting people tell you you can't be married? Oh. And you are repeating it. Why are you that? Are you allowing, letting the doctors tell you what you should say about your health? Hey, he said you shall have whatever you say. You say, say I am blessed. I am blessed. And, and when you are saying it, don't just say it. Say it with faith because. Oh. So, so, what you believe when it comes out of your mouth is like atomic bomb. It releases supernatural energy. It takes you to a different realm. You operate in play a realm that people can't understand you. Someone, Papa was saying, Papa Yedebo, he was saying that uh, some time ago also, a member he went to hospital and he said, they told him they did a test. They said he's got HIV. So he called Pastor. Yeah, Bishop. They said I'm going to Bishop. 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 They said I'm going HIV. But I told them I don't have it. I don't have it. And he was holding that letter. I don't have it. I don't have HIV. They said I'm going to me. I know I don't have it. I don't have it. I reject it. I don't have it. Bishop, I don't have it. And Bishop said, according to your faith, let it be unto you. Go back to the hospital. He went back to the hospital. And he said, please check me again. They check him HIV negative. Some of us, you go and hide under the duvet. <laughs> you don't want to hear what I'm about to sing. You'll be, you'll be lying and crying. <laughs> oh, mama. Oh. So why, God? Why are you allowing this to happen to me, God? Ah! Ah! God, it's only me. Every time I want to marry the boy, say no again. <laughs> but why? Why? Look at my younger sisters. They are all married. Oh, why? Oh, why? Look, I won't pay my tax again if you don't give me a husband. <laughs> but I warn you, I won't go to church again. 
if you don't give me this job, I won't go to church again. I won't pray again. I won't even believe you again. I won't worship you again. Oh! You have got a spiritual heart attack. Faith failure. And the devil will stand behind your ears. He said, good, say more, say more. You are doing well, boy. Yeah, that's it. Then he said, demons, he's giving us more permission. More, come, more, all of you, come, come on. Allowance. Then he said, no. When I'm sick, no one even called me to pray for me. Ah, faith failure. He says that if you, he said, first of all, he started by saying, have faith in God. Why? Why should I? Like my daughter will always ask him, Daddy, why? Daddy, why? Everything. Say, why, Daddy? Why should I have faith in God? And I went on to say, For assuredly I say to you, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be moved and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in the heart. So the doubt is what will mutualize the faith. So if you can keep the faith, and don't doubt and keep speaking what you believe. Faith will deliver cheaply for you. He said, You shall have whatsoever you say. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. He said, Shout faith alone. Shout faith alone. Shout faith alone. Satan has sought to shift, sift you like wheat, but I prayed for you that your faith will not fail. Yeah. All this thing you've been through is just to, to test the solidity of your faith. And if your faith is in place, you will sail through smoothly. So that's why he said to them, when in the storm, they said, Master, we are dying. When you woke up, he said, what's your problem? If you have faith, nothing can drown you. I don't have to come and calm the storm. I, I think he calmed it because just to let them have some peace of mind. God, they won't allow him to rest. <laughs> so he said, where is your faith? In other words, if you have the faith, don't worry. Let us go. Let's see which one can, draw, can drown us. You can't drown under financial coma. You can't drown. Don't, whoever is sitting behind the document, tonight is coming under pressure. <laughs> Whoever is bad mouthing you to your potential parents in law tonight because of your faith, they will lose credibility, they will lose respect, they will be exposed, they will be found to be liars. In the name of Jesus, shut up! Anyone who is trying to block your opportunity for that promotion, they are losing their place for you to take their place. In the name of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! Any medical record you have that is telling you anything different from what God's word is saying, we neutralize the potency of that record. We neutralize the efficacy of that record. We neutralize the veracity of the permission of that record. In the name of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! Whoever said you cannot marry, the devil is a liar. I see your wedding. I see your marriage. I see your children. I see your grandchildren. 
She said, I went to view the house and I put in an offer. But I didn't have the money, not a deposit. But I believe because Pastor declared that it's our month of elevation, divine elevation. So I said, I'm putting on the offer. Some people, even though I didn't have the money, they didn't know. Some other people came and put in a higher offer. But because I'm operating in a different frequency, the vendor said, I don't know why, but I didn't like them. I like you. She didn't know why. It was faith that was working. Faith that was working. That thing that has been harassing you, today is the end of it. Today is the end of its influence. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you are not saved, you are not safe. Because life is dangerous. Life is not under your command. I don't see why I should end this service without giving you an opportunity to say, Yes, Lord. Pastor, pray with me because I want to have this bread. It means I want to put all my confidence in him, all my hope in him. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is your genuine desire, just lift up your hand and say this after me. Say it genuinely from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I've sinned against you. I ask you, to forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross to save me. From today, I will serve you. I believe in you. I put all my hope in you. I put my faith in you as my Lord and personal Savior. I receive you into my life. I make a vow with you that I will serve you all the days of my life. Satan, get behind me. I don't belong to you. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. Your word says that you know your sheep and your sheep know your voice. No one can come to you except your father brings him. I pray that let your grace be upon them. Help them to be strong. I pray that the grace of God will come upon you. The power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you and help you to be a strong Christian. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.